Hey guys, at the Yahoo NFL Live Show. Pete McCarthy, Matt Savoka at Draftaholic. Give him a follow on Twitter. What's going on, Matt? We're ready for some Monday night football? Monday night party? Yeah. Oh, yes. It's going to be some exciting playoff back? style atmosphere. Uh, playoff style atmosphere, I should say. Don't know what word I was trying to say there. <laughs> In Buffalo, yeah. Expect a lot of Zubaz tonight. If you could play Zubaz <laughs> on Yahoo tonight, I highly recommend it. There will be a lot of Zubaz uh, from the Bills Mafia. Wait, what is Zubaz? It's a it's a style of clothing. Like they have the Zubaz pants all over the place. They're like they almost look like a zebra's skin. Oh you wow! Know? Producer Mike is holding up something in, as an example for me. I I feel. I, I understand. Dude, look at <laughs> producer Mike. Producer on the spot. Mike. He's got Zubas ready to go. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Did you guys plan this out before? This is amazing. I feel like I just got like an encyclopedia uh, entry into what Zubas is. Thank you. Thank you to you two. And uh, if anyone in chat is in Bill's Mafia wants to give me some examples of it further, I'm excited to learn about Zubas. And I'm really excited to dig into this one. Two really good teams, two quarterbacks playing at the top of their game, and two defenses that can really bring it. Now, they are fantastic defenses with one notable absence tonight, which we will get into as we break this down. If you have any questions, throw them in the chat, and we will discuss. Of course, give us a like, subscribe, so you can keep up with all of our shows here at Osmo, our DFS offers, our giveaways. And once you do subscribe, hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows do go live. Be sure to also check out today's free premium tools and data at Osmo, which are Monday night football player rankings, NBA player projections, and NHL player projections. The basics for tonight. The Bills, the Patriots. The Patriots have been absolutely red hot. Now first place in the AFC East at 8-4. and four. Bills are 7-4. and four. They've been a little all over the map this year. Uh, Bills are a three-point favorite on their home field. 40-and-a-half is the over-under. Very low over-under, especially for these primetime games. Uh, and the weather is going to be a factor here. 35 degrees, possibility for some snow showers. Like, won't affect the play, but it might look cool on the screen for a little bit. Very windy, though. Uh, you can see 32-mile-per-hour winds, gusts even higher than that. Might get a little better as the game goes on, based on what I'm seeing. Uh, but the weather could definitely be a big factor here. And as you mentioned right off the top, these are two really good defenses. Two really good defenses with a little bit of help from Mother Nature here. Uh, this is weather that is in the this matters category. That's really all we can say. Obviously, these two passing attacks, the way that they've been playing, especially the New England side, they're capable of still hitting in a one-game slate. You can still build tournament lineups that include all of your favorite heavy hitters from the Buffalo side, and you can even include some of those touchdown scores on the New England side in the receiving game. But this is a situation where we're typically knocking down the projections for the passing attacks on both sides of the ball. That's just what you do with games with sustained wins over 15 miles per hour. And then when you add precipitation to that mix, possibly, you definitely have to downgrade it a little bit. Still, with the way that Josh Allen runs and the way that the New England offense has been playing, to rule their passing attacks out entirely would also be a mistake. Yeah, Josh my... Allen, he's got a rocket. Uh, he's supposed to be weatherproof, right? Uh, you know, where do he play his college ball in North Dakota or something? So uh, I think they play inside. But anyway, uh, he should be relatively fine in the weather. Mac Jones, I guess for New England, it's such a short passing game, possession passing game, right? We call Mac Jones a game manager. 
we don't have a Deshaun Jackson in this game, right? We're not talking about, you know, offenses that have to hit 50-yard bombs to to do anything. Uh, so I, I do think that that factors in. And remember on Yahoo, you don't have to worry about the kickers, right? So maybe it's harder to hit a 50-plus-yard field goal. That matters on some sites. It does not matter on Yahoo. Yeah, that's a very good point. And would it surprise you that the typical slot weapon, or at least we think of him that way, Jacoby Myers, actually has the highest average depth of target on the team over the last three weeks. So, and that's over just 12 yards at a high, excuse me, 12 yards average depth of target. That's not particularly high. As you said, this is a short area passing attack that at least should be able to move the ball. And if I told you that New England was first in the NFL in points scored per play going into this weekend, would it surprise you? That they're first, in it, but they've been terrific. Point score per play. I know it's a, oh, it's a metric that not everyone's. Yeah. So Buffalo hmm. and New England actually competing right there at the top. Tampa Bay uh, com- with that win against Atlanta is going to get right there with them. But New England's passing attack has been among the most efficient in the NFL. So I'm not going to count it out here, even with the weather factors. Uh, excited to get into these players because who it is in that New England passing attack that's a harder question to answer. Yes, it is. And uh, we'll, we'll be playing that game and trying to figure out who it might be for both of these teams uh, to be a factor. Uh, I will say Josh Allen went to Wyoming and, and Stephen cleaning me up there. See, I was thinking North Dakota State and Carson Wentz and Trey Lance, but uh, Wyoming, it's cold there, right? Does it does it hold up? Are you, are you give me a break, uh, a break on that, Savoka? Very cold, very snowy in Wyoming. We'll give it to you. All right. You're a very nice guy. Uh, injuries. New England's eight players that are questionable. Two on the offensive line. Brady Bolden, also questionable. But they're all limited in practice. I don't think any of them are worth focusing on. The Bills are relatively healthy, but they did have a big injury last week against the Saints. Their top corner, Tredavious White, Torres ACL. He's done for the season. Dane Jackson will be filling in in his spot. And really, it, it changes what Buffalo is going to do defensively. It's hard to kind of account for a, a player of that magnitude being out. And it's not like Trevor Simeon was taking advantage of anything on uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> night. But how do we factor that into play when it is such a key defensive player that is out for this Buffalo defense that has otherwise been terrific this year? Yeah, I mean, we can mention all the personnel that are going to step up in Tredavious White's place, but really no one can fully step up for a player of that caliber in the secondary. As you mentioned, it just changes what you're able to do as a defensive coordinator when you have a shutdown corner like Trey White on the side on one of the sides there so it does change what buffalo is able to do i don't think that they're going to suddenly become a bad defense but in my favorite defensive metric schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed they have been far and away the best defense in the nfl seeing them come back to earth seeing them come back towards the league average in a normal weather game at least is something i would start to suspect I don't think that means that it's an automatic go for this New England passing attack. I think what it really means ultimately, especially when you consider the offense for Buffalo, it just means that the offensive potential for this game, despite the game manager tactics of the New England side, it just goes up a little bit higher. The probability is just a little higher. Yeah, hey, look, if, uh, if a lot of people want to play that this is going to be some 9-3 to three game, then uh, there's some opportunity if you think they can score some points despite the weather and some of these things that we are uh, talking about here. And we'll get into the Bills' offense and what they might be looking to do tonight in a moment. Uh, first, I'll tell you, look, our Osmo Plus NFL Express Weekly Pass 
that it's $3.95. And it's the best way to introduce yourself to Osmo Plus NFL and all of the tools that are at your disposal. You'll get access to our NFL DFS player and ownership rankings, our expert Slack chat, and everything we have to offer for showdown and single game contests, including player projections and ownership projections. New this year to the package is our season-long fantasy football package, which includes our strength of schedule tool, trade value tool, and fantasy streaming helper. Also included new this year is projected ownership and optimal lineup probabilities for tiers contests on DraftKings. So now's the time to try out Osmo Plus NFL with our most expansive Express Weekly Pass ever. Head on over to the Osmo Plus Join page and pick your pass up for only $3.95. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. And as someone who I really, I'll dabble with the classic play, but I love playing the showdowns. I play the showdowns even on, on Sundays at on 1 o'clock. I'm, I'm, that's what I like to focus on. Um, it is such an advantage uh, having access to the the top stack tool, the single game tools that uh, Osmo puts together and seeing where you can find some leverage, who's under-owned, who's over-owned. When, when I don't have it, it's like, oh, I'm a little lost of how to, how to figure this out. It is a, a tremendous tool, and it certainly helps you out for Yahoo as well. Uh, we'll give you the percentage of you know, what a player's probability of being the optimal play are. So these are great tools, $3.95, so check that out. Uh, Bill's passing game, Josh Allen. Dude's 33 bucks, but good luck not paying for him. Uh, 25 touchdowns through the air this season. He has rushed for three touchdowns. As I mentioned earlier, he's kind of weatherproof, in my opinion. He's been inconsistent this year, but especially on Yahoo, pretty forgiving, even if there are some turnovers or some hiccups for Josh Allen. It's really hard to get away from playing him tonight. Yeah, I completely agree. And obviously, your contest matters. The context in which you play a quarterback always matters for these single-game slates. But Josh Allen just can hit in so many different ways. You know that he can hit through the air. He has multiple receiving weapons that he can go to deep or underneath. Even Dawson Knox, you would say, is a fourth high-quality receiving option that they now have there. And even though they have been up and down this year, they are fourth in the NFL in total expected points added per play and second in points scored per play. They are extremely efficient when they are on. So I'm leaning more towards a stars and scrubs approach to my lineup construction process this week. And when I do that, I have no problem getting all the way up to Josh Allen, especially I'm going to stack him with his receiving weapons. But one thing I will add, if we want to lean into this weather narrative, he can get there with his legs. Mm-hmm. He has 33% of the Bills rushing attempts inside the 10-yard line. So where it matters the most near the end zone, Josh Allen is privy to keeping the ball himself. And of course, you know, as you said, he's got that cannon arm, that Wyoming <laughs> hardened cannon arm that can probably make it through these games with this weather uh this is a show me what you're worth josh allen game for bills nation i would say and i think it's a big spot for him uh you know he was in that mvp conversation for a while that has ratcheted down with the inconsistency of the bills offense and now he gets a monday night game division on the line to to some degree here against new england they play again over the course of this year but look you're on your home field mm-hmm. you want to have a big game national audience the whole nine yards uh you know, and, and as we talked about, Josh Allen's arm, it could even play in North Dakota. So how about that? Uh, Bills, receivers, tight ends, who we could be throwing the ball to. There's one obvious guy, Stephon Diggs. You got to pay up for him. $27. We're going stars and scrubs. You can get him in there. 
I love Dawson Knox. Two touchdowns on Thanksgiving. Uh, he was hurt for a while there, but you know, has come back, looks healthy. He's a terrific red zone threat, seven touchdowns, and even beyond the red zone because he's scoring some long touchdowns over the course of this season as well. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, it kind of goes on and on. There are a ton of weapons. It's kind of hard to figure out who is the one who's going to be finding that end zone or having the big day through the air from Josh Allen. Yeah, it's tough, but tough in a way that, oh, there's going to be a lot of scoring and I want a part of it, not there's going to be no scoring, especially if the weather wasn't a concern. And again, we're still in that, in that place. You mentioned it where the second half, might there might be less precipitation, possibility mm -hmm. of less wind. Again, we're just going to mention it that playing for a shootout here is not a crazy idea, even though there are weather concerns. Diggs, of course, has had the most targets in this offense. He's had double the amount of the next highest receiver on the team since week 10 with 28 total looks. Dawson Knox, he's actually in second place. That might surprise a lot of people. You said he's, you know, he's really emerged since coming back from injury. 14 targets since week 10 and then Cole Beasley down at 12 targets. So it's really a three headed monster. And then you get to Gabriel Davis and Emmanuel Sanders each with 10 targets in that time period. So they're throwing the ball all over the place. They don't really care who they're throwing to. And we've seen in the last couple of weeks, they've even thrown to some auxiliary weapons. They've been scoring touchdowns. We've had some Matt Breida uh, receiving scores. Yeah. Isaiah McKenzie's involved as well. The way I would play this if I'm entering multiple lineups is just have two receivers in a lineup and then just mix and match which one you want at the superstar spot. Because after Stephon Diggs, who obviously is the highest probability of them all, I'm fine with any of them, to be honest. They're all decent plays. Yeah, throw the dart, and, you know, we could see Dawson Knox with the touchdown, maybe two like on Thanksgiving. Uh, we could see, you know, Colt Beasley, maybe with the bad weather, they decide to go to the short passing game, and he ends up with a number of catches. Now, keep in mind that the PPR is just half a point uh, on Yahoo versus a full point on some other websites, so it doesn't benefit you as much if it's not racking up yards or finding the end zone. Uh, you know, and we've seen Emmanuel Sanders uh, find the ends of four touchdowns this year. There, there are a lot of options there. Gabriel Davis, uh, you name it. And, um, you know, keep in mind, we've partnered here with Yahoo Fantasy's NFL season. we got some great offers for you, and you can check out our exclusive limited-time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Now, to qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit, and play. That's all. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest, and we'll reach out via email with your coupon. And if you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you all set up. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit at Yahoo by clicking the link in the video description below, which will be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $150,000 Monday Night Football Baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections at Osmo, designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big and I, I love playing on yahoo i'll tell you it's very hard to get away from the two quarterbacks i actually went through i think there have been 46 uh single game slates on yahoo this year and the favored quarterbacks in the optimal lineup like 81 percent of the time and the underdog quarterback is in the optimal lineup about 80 percent of the time so if you take anything away from our little show here it is play both quarterbacks because uh teddy bridgewater stunk last night he was in the optimal lineup and he was only like 40% owned. It's just, it's so hard to get away from it, even when we're all concerned about the weather and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, it's the one that I've seen over and over and over again this year. So Mac Jones, I look at him and see he's $22. 
I mean, I love getting Mac Jones into this lineup, even if I'm not necessarily going to be pounding him in that superstar spot. Hey, exactly on the same page as you here. And yeah, that's some excellent stats there in regards to Yahoo specific stats. That's, that's great information for us. And I often find myself gravitating away from using quarterbacks at the superstar position, but have more than the field at the flex spots for these quarterbacks, because I'm just finding a way to put them both in and then mixing and matching the players that I have around them in and out of the lineup. Yeah, Mac Jones has been really impressive this year in the advanced metrics that I look at uh, QB composite efficiency, which involves expected points added per play and completion percentage versus the league expectation. Mac Jones is the eighth best quarterback in the NFL. So I've been incredibly impressed with the rookie, especially on the six game win streak, which has included a couple of high quality wins. They beat the Titans. They, you know, this is a player that's not just they beat the Browns. They're not just beating teams that they're supposed to they're beating teams that are high quality opponents the chargers so i I really do think that mac jones is the best play on the patriots side of the ball by a large amount especially because we have so much uncertainty who's going to get the ball on a week-to-week basis in the receiving game and the rushing attack Mm -hmm. has been a mixed bag too so i'm going to have a ton of mac jones most likely well over the field particularly at the flex spot You know Mac Jones will be involved in this game. He's not going to take it over with his legs like Josh Allen is capable of, but he's going to have enough opportunities. And like we talked about, the scoring at Yahoo is just so forgiving to the quarterbacks. When The the second-best quarterback is just 22 bucks. You really can't get away from it. Uh, Wide receivers, who he could go to, tight ends will mix in too. Uh, This is where you're looking at. Hunter Henry is the highest price guy 15 bucks i mean it's a cheap passing game here for new england kendrick Bourne has found the end zone a ton of light five touchdowns overall this year he's 14 jacoby myers he's off the schneid he's got his one touchdown 90 targets this year a team high by a ton he's 12 bucks nelson Aguilar. he's maybe the big play threat that gets weathered out of the game tonight if you want to say that that you know trying to take the top off the defense is going to be tough but he's 11 bucks obviously big play threat and then Jonu Smith, another guy, uh, minimum priced, and the, the second tight end in this passive game, certainly capable of finding the end zone. Yeah, that's uh, the big thing for me is Jacoby Myers on paper, in a normal offense, I would be the most excited about, right? Since week eight, he's got 31 targets. No one else in this offense has 25. And then beyond that, it's 18 and below. But Myers has had this career-long issue with touchdowns. He got over the hump and had one this year, but Mm -hmm. still, we need touchdowns if we want to win tournaments here. So I'm reluctant to play a player that is so touchdown deficient. So I am looking at players like Kendrick Bourne, who has really stepped up in the second half of the season. 25 targets, as I mentioned before. Uh, He's at over 16% of the team's air yards, but in a game like this where weather could be a concern, I'm kind of seeing it where Bourne as that mid-area target has a better chance of hitting than, say, Nelson Aguilar. Not to say you can't play Aguilar here or the tight ends. They're fine. Again, if you're playing multiple lineups, this really is a spray-and-pray situation. We want to have exposure to these players. I want to you know, make sure that I have at least lineups with all of them in there. But to call Myers the priority because he has the most targets, that's a mistake to me. Hmm. 
Well, how about Aguilar? Out of curiosity, if you have it in front of you, what are the air yards uh, for him this season? Like, is that good analysis that, hey, there's someone trying to take the top off the defense, and so maybe he gets weathered out of this game? Or is he someone that, you know, can catch that 10-yard slant, does that, and can and break it big that way? No, you're, you're spot on here. In fact, he's got 22% of the team's air yards. That is second only to Jacoby Myers. But then when they get in the red zone, they are going elsewhere. He's got only 4% of the red zone targets since week eight for the New England Patriots. So he is that big play threat that usually in a GPP situation, you want to play or have a little bit over the field of that player. In a weather situation, that might be the one that I'm most concerned about as well. And look, uh, this kind of information, what we're talking about, can help you out on the player prop market as well. Uh, if you're interested in playing that and like a tremendous tool, where to make your bet, uh, what the projections are saying, where you could find your best return on investment, let's say, you got to check out Odds Shoppers. Go to oddshopper.com and lock in. And maybe on oh, Nelson Aguilar, I don't know what the number is on him tonight, but uh, you might see it's lower than normal, in which case Vegas is looking at it the way that we are, or maybe they haven't adjusted for that. But, um, you know, those air yards going to be tough to come by, you would think, tonight with the weather being what we're expecting. Again, very windy in Buffalo. Running backs this is where it really gets fascinating tonight. Uh, Matt Breida has suddenly become the guy in Buffalo. And now you got to actually pay up for him. He's $16. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are $13 a piece. This Buffalo running game, and Breida's getting it done through the air a little bit as well. Now three touchdowns. I think back-to-back -back games, he scored a receiving touchdown against the Saints and the Jets. So it, uh, it's a little messy, but I guess Breida is the one that we walk in thinking is going to see the majority of the snaps. I don't know, actually, Pete, because Devin Singletary actually out-touched him last week. And if you look over the last three weeks as a sample, you still see Singletary with a lead on Brita. Now, I think there is some narrative to include here where at the post-game press conferences, there were people talking up Matt Brita. He, you know, he he is having an effect. His strong play is having an effect, obviously, on his snap share. But when the, his teammates are noticing as well, that's when the coach starts dialing up more opportunities for a player. I am a little concerned though, that we have to pay up in salary already for him because he's already scored those touchdowns. I almost wonder if Devin Singletary is quietly the better option. Uh, we don't have ownership specifically for Yahoo, but I do think that unless you're looking at the underlying usage, you're going to think that Burita came away as the winner, the clear winner from the Buffalo backfield. It's anything but here. It's a true split. And as I mentioned before, when they get near the goal line, Josh Allen's number gets dialed a lot, which always scares me with Buffalo running backs. Not off my player pool or off my list by any means here, but I actually think I'm going to go with a more contrarian approach and away from Matt Burita. So st and stay away from running backs for Buffalo altogether, or is there a running back that you favor, even if Braid is the most expensive on Yahoo? I'm looking at my exposures. Obviously, I might run a little bit another crunch later sure. on here, but yeah, I'm getting to a lot more Singletary than I expected. In fact, I have as much Singletary at the flex position as I do players like Emmanuel Sanders, just below Cole Beasley. He's a player that's involved enough on an offense that's going to score enough mm -hmm. that I want to have involved. I, I don't think the salary is, I mean, it's, it's really honestly great at 13. But that's not really the the reason I'm going there. It's because he gets snap share. He's available. Honestly, I think near the goal line, the Bills' best play is running with Josh Allen. Yeah. 
So, you know, that's why Josh Allen, as we'll talk about, it, it's kind of hard not yeah. only to get away from him in your lineup, but really in that top spot, uh, especially when you don't have to pay up to be in that superstar spot on Yahoo. Uh, running backs for New England. We got Damian Harris. We got uh, Stevenson. We got Brandon Balden, who is uh, questionable, but was limited practice. I, I think we'll find out he's playing later. We'll assume for now that he's playing. Uh, it's kind of like, hey, I'll tell you tomorrow who uh, who is the best player here. Uh, you know, the Patriots have always been difficult to forecast with this. And one thing that I did notice in a lot of showdown games this year on other sites, you can see all three. There was at least one game, I think, against the Jets, and they scored 54 points. All three of these guys were in the optimal lineup. So they want to run the ball. They want to pound the rock. If you love New England to to win this game, you can, I guess, get multiple, but it's hard to figure exactly what it's going to be. One thing that I did notice, look at the numbers, Brandon Bolden is the pass catcher of this group. So depending on how you see the game going, just keep that in mind. If there are you know, a lot of third and longs or they fall behind, then then Bolden becomes your guy. Yep, you gave a little boost to Bolden just for that reason, because in those games, range of outcomes, obviously the Bills could strike with a few long touchdowns, even with the weather. Got to give it a caveat, uh, but then suddenly the pace of play and the passing uh, amount changes drastically for New England. That could absolutely happen here. And as you said, Brandon Bolden, he's only gotten 4.5% of the team's rushing attempts since week 10. He's a receiving game option with the running back label next to him. So in the backfield, it's going to be a two-headed monster of Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. If you look at the percentage of rushing attempts just from running backs, over the last three weeks, Stevenson does have one more game played. But if you just involve the games that they are in, Stevenson's had a higher share of team touches here than Damian Harris. So you're really getting trying to get two things right here. Who's getting the ball at the goal line? And then it, do they get enough volume outside of that so that if they, do, if they don't score a touchdown, they can still get there another way? I'm really reluctant to play a player like Harris who doesn't have any receiving game involvement. So I'm probably going to Stevenson and Bolden more than Harris. Okay. And there's not exactly Javante Williams here where you're like, okay, this guy <laughs> should be getting 20 plus touches tonight. And then uh, I think did far beyond what we uh, thought he might do last night, especially in a loss, but in new England, you got to try to figure who's going to be the guy who's got the hot hand and uh, who's not going to fumble the ball in the first quarter and then be on the bench the rest of the game. Always. One of those things to keep in mind with Bill Right, Belichick I'm trying to guess what Bill Belichick is going to do. Like, if I could guess what Bill Belichick was going to do, then I should be a coordinator in the NFL, right? Yeah, you should because be coaching. No can. Yeah, you're, we're, yeah. You're, we're wasting your talents if you know what Bill Belichick <laughs> is going to do uh, playing DFS here. Uh, defenses, I guess it's hard to rule them out because of the weather. And I looked – Defense in the superstar spot has actually happened three times in the 46 Yahoo single game contest. So it's not impossible, but you almost certainly need a touchdown. It takes a little bit of luck. I'll say that the price tag really scares me off here because I want to pay up for the quarterbacks. Josh Allen is not necessarily cheap tonight. The bills are 20 bucks and the Patriots are 18 bucks. Uh, we know the Patriots are very capable of generating turnovers. They've been the really hot defense. The bills defense is very, very good. As we mentioned without Tredavious white tonight. I only play three or four lineups. I probably won't have a defense involved, but you know, if you want to get different, this is one of the ways to do it, especially if you really believe the weather is going to be a big factor tonight. How are you playing this? I actually did give a boost to the Bills defense, specifically not at the superstar position. I don't think that in most game outcomes that they're getting to something like 25, 30 points, something that a quarterback can do 
you know, a solid 50% of the time. But I do think that getting to them in a game like this, especially this is a, you know, Patriots riding a six-game win streak, a lot of positive narratives. You could see things falling apart on the road in Buffalo. That is not a crazy outcome here. So I actually do have a ton of the Bills in the flex spot here. Not as much as the Patriots, uh, not as much with the Patriots here, but I do have some. I'm just looking here. Yeah, again, not in the superstar spot, but uh, I am going to take some chances, especially because the weather being a concern. Definitely going to go. It's easy to forget, but Mac Jones is a rookie. (laughs) Right, not playing like it, but he is. Yeah, I mean, he's got to go a tough, one of the toughest road environments, primetime game. You know, if you're Buffalo, you get off of work at five o'clock and then you're ready to yell by the time eight o'clock comes around. You're Zubaz pants, jumping through some tables the whole nine yards, getting ready for this game. And this is a huge game for the Bills, all these games against Patriots, big rivalry. So it should be a lot of fun, should be a lot of noise. There's a lot of wind, a lot of weather, a lot of things that maybe have it all come together against Mac Jones, not to mention a really good defense in the form of the Buffalo Bills. I certainly understand that. Uh, top spot, oh, I looked earlier, so maybe the number's a little different on the site now, but I had Josh Allen with a 48% chance to be the top scoring player on Yahoo in this game. Uh, Mac Jones was second, and it's uh, it's a significant gap between those two. Uh, again, I'm playing three or four lineups. I'll probably do like two or three with Allen and one or two with Jones, something like that, and, and I won't go elsewhere. But you like to get away from the quarterbacks in the top spot. Yeah, so I have a slightly less than that, but Josh Allen is still my most popular superstar play. Let's not get crazy here. I do have Hunter Henry is my take a stand player this week. So I do have a significant amount of Hunter Henry just because the, I feel the touchdown upside is really there. But then I have plenty of Mac Jones. Uh, as you mentioned in our top plays tool on Yahoo, it's like a joke after the quarterbacks every single skill possession player has under 10 percent chance of being the top scorer just the way that the scoring platform lends itself to quarterbacks they just are so often the top scorer so i'll have plenty of both jones and allen yeah i remember the the bucks patriots game against tom brady's return to new england mac jones was the optimal superstar in that game he was like 23% owned. Uh, so, and that's just like flex. That's everything, not in the superstar spot. We don't get that number from Yahoo. So, you know, you look at that, you were way different than the field. We put Mac Jones in that superstar spot in that game and it paid off nicely for you. I'm going to guess that, you know, his name has uh, picked up a little bit and there's more focus on him than the other quarterback than there was in that particular matchup. But uh, certainly, you know, real good chance of him getting to the top and being a big factor tonight. Monday Night Football, a divisional rival, uh, some Zubaz. Uh, I'm sorry Manny to Cast the, uh, is back. Sorry to the state of Wyoming, but uh, we learned some things today. We, we got some stuff done. Uh, we appreciate you watching Yahoo NFL Live, getting involved in the chat. There's still a ton more analysis to come. Uh, NBA Deeper Dive starts up at 4.15 Eastern here on the Osmo DFS channel. NFL Showdown Live Before Lock at 17 Eastern. You get some more insights from Mr. Savoka. Uh, So we look forward to that as well. For Matt, I'm Pete McCarthy. Take care, guys.